Doctor, is the squirrel going to live? There's been massive trauma. We, we could, of course, try to save him, but it would be costly, difficult, and we'd have to send away for some special, really tiny instruments. Well, uh, are there any other options? We could put him to sleep. What might that cost? Well, it's by the pound, so about 80 cents. Well, I was I was just, I'm curious, that's all. We, um, we'd like you to do everything possible. He, uh, he's not going to be the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. February 16th. 2014. I'm sorry. I'm just going to start that what? right up front. Like This is how you start a show. Yeah, just in case there's an occasion that might come up. I'm pre-apologizing. That was a preemptive apology. Yes. So what do you have planned for this show? Um, I have no plans as of yet, which is why Literally, I have to apologize. You do. You don't know. I know. What do you... What? You have a hair, like, sticking out the back of your neck. What? I gotta fix that. Okay. Now that everyone's... No. I'll I'm trim glad it you, later. You shared that with everybody. If I had tiny scissors... My mutant neck I would, hair. I would trim it right now. See? I'm glad you apologized. It's my fault. Already taken care of. It's totally my fault, because I cut your, your hair. Your apology I'm talking about. It's taken care of. I see? cut his hair, just so you know. Whatever. Fun fact. All right. Oh, your post-it has such few notes on it. A decent number more than last oh, time they're on the other side too you say this many times i conserve paper i use the back side no but like there's These still the space ones. on both but sides. then i would get confused as the which was which see so i use one side <laughs> per episode okay. i have a system wait so the other side is, is a last different week episode that was last week's episode wow you are a real nerd i'm organized no that's like you're conserving a post-it note. Yes. Whoa. There's no reason to be wasteful. Dude, I... Oh, you shouldn't see my desk at work. That's all I'm going to say. I've seen the way you do things. I throw those things out with abandon, baby. Oh, no, I got a little bit of ink on my post-it. Better throw it out. Yep, that's kind of what I do. Okay. Can we get to some news? <laughs> Fine. For a change? Sure. For a why start? Don't, why don't you bit? say some news? You haven't said any yet. I Well, if you. you stop talking about mutant neck hairs, <laughs> I'd get there. And then post-it notes. Don't, stop staring at it. It's so weird. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were saying. <laughs> oh, this past week, there were many, many updates to the website some long overdue the genesis avalon and kingery cast lists were updated look at you i believe they are up to date and accurate but if you are in the cast and you notice there's an error or an omission it was accidental or something let me know and i will get that fixed also i'm gonna give myself credit for that one you did yell at me. Because I was like, are you gonna do it's it? It's been on my list for a long time. Yes, Listen. and I'm like, why don't you move that up? So while I was doing that, I also updated the section of the FAQ page um, dealing with the pendies. So there's a full list of all of our pendy winners up there now. Uh, that was a little out of date. And I also updated the uh, subsites for each show with the awards that it had won for each of the years that weren't up yet. So that's all taken care of. That's awesome. Finally. And you may have noticed a few days ago, we put up the promo poster for Phantom Canyon. It's right there for your perusing, for your ogling. You could ogle it a little With bit. your eyes. Yeah, with them. <laughs> Not without them. No, that would be hard. You could try to feel it, but you won't feel anything. <laughs> okay. So if you go to pendantaudio.com slash phantomcanyon.php, you can see it there. It's very cool. The artwork was done by our co-creator, co-writer, Jeffrey Thorne. So that's very cool. Yes, you check thank that out. you. And speaking of um, Phantom Canyon. Yes. It is now totally done. It's totally the done, are you in guys. It's done. And all I'm doing now is um, putting the little like chapter header things in and the credits and it'll be submitted to Audible next week. For sure. And so, then we're going to find out dates and things. Yeah. 
Release date is set by them, as far as I know. They also set the price. We don't have any control over that either. So we'll see what happens. We but... don't. And we're really hoping that it'll be one of those things where, like, one of your Audible credits will be able to buy it. Like, I don't, I don't know, know how that works. But I did find out that we get a special bonus if you don't have an Audible account. And, you and then you up sign later. up for one. So don't sign up now. Listen, can I finish talking? No. If you don't have an Audible account and you sign up for one and we are one of the first three things you purchase, we get a big bonus off of that. So that's really, really cool. Yeah. So they could sign up now and then just not buy anything? Or buy two things and save that third slot for us. Oh. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have told them about it yet. You should have said, don't sign up for Audible yet. Well, that's what you said. And then you said, oh, they could sign up now. So well, make up your mind. you can. All right, listen. Look, we just want to be one of your first three things. <laughs> we want to be your first baby. Yeah. Oh. So it's going. Otherwise, it's gross. Okay. No sloppy <laughs> seconds around here, huh? Okay. Why'd you say that? Now someone has to explain that to their child. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, it's when you have sloppy Joes and you want another helping. That's uh... your... Stop. Just stop. Stop saying it. Okay. Yeah. Sloppy Joes are delicious. Move mm. on. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> next time, uh, next trip episode, we will let you know whatever Audible has told us, but they, it will be in their hands by then. So... It's coming right away. And and then the last thing that is to mention is that um, the release schedule, also when I was doing the website updates, got updated through the end hey, of I could take credit 2014. For that too. You didn't, no, you can't take credit for doing it. No, you can take credit for yelling like, at me hey, about it. Hey, by the way, we're running but out of dates. You will notice that like all of the dates that Kingery would be coming out on, it still says Kingery on hiatus. It will not be on hiatus all year. That will be updated as soon as we have the premiere date. So I just wanted, when I was going through making right. the release schedule, I it's wanted to assign the production. day for it. Right, it's in don't production. Don't be worried about that. No, it's totally coming. We just don't have all the dates nailed right. up. Right, and so as soon as we do, then I will go back through the release calendar and update all the ones that say it's still on hiatus and put in which episode is coming out that day. Do so. not fret. Your kingery fix is on the way. On the way! Woo! All right! All right! That's all the news! That's all, we're done. That's fit to new. Let's move on. Moving on. From our nation's capital of Washington, D.C., we have M. Sierra Garcia on the line. Hello! Hello, M. Hello, darling. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed like 30 minutes of absolute BS banter, <laughs> but now I don't, I'm all talked out. <laughs> Boringest oh. interview ever. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you have... Boring as a capability. It could happen. You never know. <laughs> Anywho, hi. Hi. <laughs> so. So we have questions. <laughs> you have the giggles as well as answers. And we're doing something a little different because you are a, what, this may be a, a trend-setting thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um. M has posted to Twitter that she is being interviewed right now. And if anybody ends up uh, submitting questions while we're doing this interview, we're going to pull them in. So we'll, oh my we'll God. see what happens. Come on. It'll be fun. It's not like you can hear me now and do it. So I might as well tweet about <laughs> it now. This is true. So before we connected up, I was going through... Um, the pendant website, and I was looking to see where your name popped up, and that shit's all over the place. Yeah, you're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a computer on a show or an elevator, <laughs> you can bet my name's next to it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I've been looking forward to doing this interview because I've been listening to you for a really, really, really long time. Oh, God bless you. Yeah. You're a poodle. <laughs> Thanks, I need all the help I can get. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm going to take you back, back, way back to Misfortune Divine from Dixie. <gasps> oh, I love her to bits. <laughs> She's Bobby Havner's great, 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 great grandmother. Ah. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> I think everything that could have 
possibly gone wrong to her? It was it was delightful. It was every time the script came in, it was like, <laughs> what fresh hell has Jeffrey come up with? <laughs> what has he come up with? And there were conversations with him that he was like, I just I just want to make the next thing even worse. Bring it on, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Fine. Do it. Cause, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it seemed like whatever the product was, it just affected her more and more and more. Yeah. And more. <laughs> and um, you, <laughs> you took it like a champ. <laughs> I, my absolute favorite was there was Ratu, which was a rat poison that was, right. I don't remember exactly what it was for. And then there was something else where it was twist thrust thrust twist poke push oh it was the shaving thing and um it was seth and it was jim hamilton who were working on the show together so we used to well i'd pop open a bottle of wine and go hey want to run lines and (laughs) they'd go sure because that'll be fun i would say that 55 to 60 percent of the time i was a little tipsy while i recorded her lines because it just it gave it that extra punch because she was loony from whatever crap it was happening to her mm-hmm. and the the and then it just got to the point where not only was this horrible crap but i had to we decided to kind of go in a let's make it sound as suggestive as possible right. but yet awful <laughs> and it was wonderful i loved every single one of those so bad what are they going to do to her this week <laughs> yeah it definitely was a lot of fun i love i miss her so bad i miss that show i do too She's one of my favorites. Hey, I keep saying we never saw a body. You never know. She is, she's Bobby's great-great-great-great-grandmother. That makes sense. That does make sense. Great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother. Because <laughs> all the women in that family were promiscuous. <laughs> they were all young mothers. Gotcha. Not that that's a bad thing. Oh, I've just pissed people off. Shocker. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Anyway, hey, so there's a question, I'm sure. so favorite one of uh miss divine i think um i think it was ratu because i loved rolling the r but (laughs) that particular one she just kind of went downhill as as it went on and it just kept getting worse and worse and she just kind of faded off into this happy place of you know poison control and it was. It's hard to put a finger down on one of them. They were, but Ratu was, was priceless. Was that the one where you kind of go, "I can't feel my lips," or I something? Feel... Yes, <laughs> yes. What a memory! Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you stand out. <laughs> Look, dude. I just say the words. The words are the what kills it. It's what's. That's the slam dunk. I just say them. We definitely have some good word makers. We oh it's... I'm not one of them apparently. Oh poo! What the hell you say? Oh, I'm not a writer, that's for sure. But uh... you just gotta write something. Isn't there a show on Pendant called Seminar? There hmm. is a show called Seminar, and they love getting scripts for Seminar. How amazing! Wait a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Give me just send me my check a little later. Okay. <laughs> there you go, PayPal. Huzzah! <laughs> I can go to Arby's without a coupon now. (laughs) (laughs) I've had coffee. Excellent. (laughs) Coffee. What else have you got for me, dude? It's the world go round. It does. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Vegas. You were on Vegas. I was on Vegas. I miss Vegas. I hope I'm I'm still on Vegas as Mm. if Vegas comes back. Um, I, I loved the way those girls wrote the show and I loved that if they wanted somebody saucy or different or goofy that that I was lucky enough to get an email saying, can you read this like you're cooking Chinese food but you're also on fire because of a radiation poisoning thing? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm on it. And could you be sultry? Sure. And also be like half Klingon. D- done. Whatever you need. Whatever you want. You just you name it, sister. That's an excellently written show, which I miss desperately. But I was really lucky to have gotten some great roles on there. 
I'm very much looking forward to when that comes back. Yay! When? Exactly. When, when it, comes it comes back. I know writing has been happening. We last heard from Jeffrey on it a while ago. <gasps> How exciting! Yeah. Looking forward to when that happens. Huzzah! Um, it's been a while since I listened to Vegas. Can you recap your oh, character? Sweet Jesus. I've been a couple. Um, most of, recently, towards the end there, I was Maria. I was the character who was the... Um, I made Jeff. I was Ooh. Jeff's maker. And I was the seductress, and I was causing all sorts of problems. Right. Um, and then I, I've done a lot of one-off stuff. And actually, I play Philip's mother. <laughs> With this, oh, I, 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 I need to actually issue an apology to the Welsh of the world. <laughs> um, and well, for this show, to all the Irish people, for my, you know, lucky charms like accent. <laughs> but it's specifically for to the Welsh people. And I know I've recorded an apology and sent it to Cat, and I repeatedly apologize to Cat. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Here's my lines. I'm really sorry. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> I sat and I would watch. Um, there's a, a Welsh show she, that she pointed me to. I'd watch it for two and a half hours and just to get the accent m- mediocrely together. And um, So, yeah, let me apologize to everyone who has an accent that I have done. Really sorry. <laughs> really sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> Never apologize. <laughs> it was all brilliant. It was all calculated. I'm a genius. <laughs> so not a genius. And then um, you've been <clears throat> playing around in Shakespeare since it's come back too, have you not? I have. Oh, dun dun dun! You've done the wrong homework. Because, oh, oh, you haven't done Shakespeare. No, I'm not oh. that talented. Bad not... interviewer. <laughs> yeah, bad interview. We'll just cut this out. We'll we'll, we'll delete it in post. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have been um, as I look down the the pot, the shows. Holy crap! I've been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the Kingery. Yes, yeah, good to mm. get to that. <laughs> uh, I think the only thing I haven't been in. I think I've been in Red. I wasn't in Red Sands. No, I didn't see you in Red Sands. And... I did a cam a little like one off for Tabula Rasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not done pendant Shakespeare. That's a skill that is epic, and and I'm in awe of people who can do it, who can who can deliver it beautifully. But I've been lucky enough to be in Avalon, mm-hmm. Vegas, Kingery, Dixie. Then there's the line. I've, yes, we're. I was in that, that a little bit. <laughs> um. Yeah, and some other little projects that we've had in the past. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Well, let's talk about the line. Okay. Let's talk about the line. What do you Sahi. Want to Sahi was a very cool character. She was. Um, Chris wrote her with like uh, with with elegance and and vinegar together. Like if you could if you elegance could mix and vinegar. Because she was such a little shit. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she had some she had some great lines in there, and I getting to work with. Um, with Kat and with the rest of the cast, it was great. And I'm please forgive me, cast. I'm. It's been a while since you know we've we've been together. But um, Chris Bay's and and of course Chris Britton, who I adore with my soul. Um, the whole cast was amazing, and I have I have of course my favorites, which I shall not share because they're all my favorites. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Um, that was a neat show that came out of. Chris's brain and he said I've got this idea for a show oh okay well send it over I'll read it and when I printed it the entire he'd written so much Mm -hmm. when I printed it double sided it was 812 pages about it was huge so I read the whole thing and I still have the binder I call it the bible funny enough (laughs) Um, he's like well what do you think and I said well do you, you want me to edit this? Do you want me to... What, what? He's like, well, what do you think? And I said, I think we could do with about the getting rid of 30 of the characters. <laughs> it was such a... It's such a rich story. And I'm I'm hoping that we get an opportunity to bring the story back. 
mm-hmm. because there's so much that had to get left on the screen that didn't make it to the actors to produce that. Um, I know his brain is already spinning with more ideas and how to keep the story going. And I'm hoping, I think we were chatting about in April, starting to write again together. That would be lovely that I miss doing that. I miss working with him. That would be cool. Um, And if you go back and listen to his interview, he talks about a little bit um, about maybe coming back around to the line. Mm hmm. Maybe. 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 Hmm. She says semi-knowingly. <laughs> so what's it like doing the writing? It's fun. Um, We would take turns with different scenes, or he would write out an, an outline, and I'd fill in some of the blanks, and he'd fill in some of the blanks, or I'd write out an outline. We'd go back and forth, you know, and I... I'm a stickler for for accuracy, so like Michael Bay style of hey, let's put a skyscraper in Washington D.C. I don't like that kind of. I like things to be as accurate as possible. So mm-hmm. we started getting really deep into the story. I'm like, no, wait, I need to see the geography of Mexico before we start talking about where they're going, because <laughs> that might not be physically possible. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think those states are next to each other. No, in England you can say that, but in America you can't. And it was fun. It was. It was an, a creative outlet that I had never really explored before, mm-hmm. and I, I I give myself a gold star for a one-liner here and there, and I was really, really pleased to to work with Chris and be able to stretch out my one-liners into conversations and, and put together some fun stuff, and to hand it over to some really talented people was great. Very cool. So- and there's a lot of typing. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of typing and writing. Not writing, but typing. Mm. So, when you go through the editing process, what's that like? It's, (laughs) Chris, no, she can't do another line of coke again. Or, come on, let me write this line. She would say that. that And I don't know, you know, he'll learn this first from here. Sometimes I would tell him, no, in America we do it this way, just so I could get a line in the way I want it. The truth comes out. It does come out. Um, we would, he would write. I would put in notes. I would write. He would put in notes, mm-hmm. and it was a nice collaborative setup. Um, we didn't have. I think if we had a true Google Docs like it is now, it would be much more fun because we could work on the document together. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was that kind of, if there was a way to write a script that way, we would both log on with a bottle of wine and. <laughs> write some amazing shit <laughs> I bet that would be quite the interesting uh, experience our script conversations definitely we would talk about the our story ideas conversations were always fun because we would go he's got such an amazing um, mind for creativity he would pull stuff out of nowhere and then I'm like, where, where, where's this going and then he'd craft this beautiful story it, Dude, put it down on paper now before we're too drunk to do it. <laughs> See, there's an idea for a new show. The Drunk Files. Uh, I think we might have discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> point. That's for Pendant After Dark. <laughs> Which still hasn't happened. Come on, Jeffrey. Get on that. Oh, I thought that was Kingery episode 50. Dun dun dun. Speaking of the king, right? <laughs> Why, yes. What an amazing segue. <laughs> so you've been major since the inception of this yes. little production. Little. Yes. Little production that is what I think of as a cross between God, Las Vegas. Deep Space Nine and The Sopranos. Yeah. Did I miss yeah. anything? No, no, no. I think it's it would be it would be The Sopranos with a little bit of the Tudors because people are getting laid all the time. Mm. Um, and and Deep Space Nine. I love this. I love this show so bad. Oh, it's so much fun. It's really it when he, when the concept first came out, I was tickled by it. I have a 
soft spot in my heart for um, gangster movies. Mm-hmm. I love them. Anything involving the mafia, I'm in. I, I mean, I I think at one point I was able to quote The Godfather from beginning to end, <laughs> and Goodfellas, and and there's and then there's mm-hmm. The Freshman, which is kind of like it's love a parody yep. of the whole mafioso lifestyle and Goodfellas. Did I tell you, you look like The Godfather. <laughs> it's been some, uh, or he he says it at one point to Bruno and Bruno Kirby, just like no, no, shh, don't, 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 no, no, no. It's uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great film, and I I wanted to be in this show so bad, and there was a a casting call for a mook, and there weren't any, there were girl parts, but. There weren't. This was guy specific, and I was like, "Come on, a chick could be a mook," and I sent in an audition for it. And God bless Jeffrey, because he wrote me. I I'm, I don't know if he wrote me a note or messaged me or something. The next thing I knew, Major was a Major was a chick. I can't and I even, imagine Major not. I even offered to do it in as deep a voice as possible and keep Major a dude. I just wanted to play a role like that. I can't imagine Major being any different than you've been playing her because you have made her such an iconic character in that show. Oh, bless. Thank you. I mean, really, come on. <laughs> the, uh, the, the the time you were beating up the guy, but... <laughs> Which time? You know, Was that episode two? Was that episode three? Was that episode four? Was that episode five? <laughs> no, the, the one where you just basically went to town and had fun. And oh yeah, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yep. Oh, so great. And by you, I mean your character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, the character beat someone up in the bathroom. That was that was fun. That was really fun. I get I, uh, so so much fun. The writing in that show is just outstanding. It is. It really is, and it it just lends to. It just—it takes me to a happy place. It gives me that kind of sci-fi ta- soupçon that I want, and then there's the mafioso amuse bouche that that just makes the whole meal amazing. Mm. And I'm I'm eternally grateful that some of the crazy shit that I've done, ad libbing, has gotten in, like the whole knitting a sweater. <laughs> I think that was might have been an AO. It might have been a chat with. <laughs> with Jeffrey where I said something about well you know she needs to relax sometimes she's gonna knit a sweater you gotta you know you gotta keep the hands limber after beating the crap out of somebody that's right I would think she would knit that seems like something relaxing and she adores the boss she'd make him a sweater absolutely why not and he would wear it because <laughs> if he didn't <laughs> The episode that sticks out in my mind is I think she visits him in the hospital and and God oh Pete Pete oh <laughs> yay Pete. another sweater no nah, this one's different it's got stripes it's lemon <laughs> just aside from those little vignettes those whole story arcs and the fact that it's a team of people working on it together mm-hmm. that's a cool show I dig it a bunch the heist stands out yeah. Oh yeah, and then when Hooks drops down and you all react to that, that's just—it's mm. gold. <laughs> gold, Jerry, gold. There's there's our Seinfeld reference. <laughs> Check. I've got a list here of things. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it coming back. I know it's on hiatus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I know that. The next season is back in the works, so looking forward to that. Yes, me too. We I we had a script last month. I'm not in this next episode, but they've started. I I see the scripts coming through. The they're mm. starting to spread the scripts around, and that gives me a, a lot of joy. It was, it's a it's such a great show, and um, I was kind of glad that it took a little break. I had some life happened, and it happens, and as it does, and um. As life is starting to kind of get back to normal, when I saw that script, it was like, oh, okay, normalcy, this is fantastic, this is wonderful. I don't have my tonsils anymore, so I don't. I I'm having a hard time sounding like her again, but 
it's been really fun to try and get her back and I'm I miss Mage. I miss the Mage. Well, I'm sure there can be some kind of uh I don't know vocal something they'll write in to make it fit you. <laughs> she got punched in the throat and now she sounds like a normal girl. <laughs> <laughs> or I just need to have a cold every time I record her. <laughs> Such a great show. I'm so glad it's back. Yeah, definitely. Let's move on to another show. Um, another little show. And and I say little because they're only like five or six minutes long. A pop. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Henderson and Havner, where you play the female lead, Bobby Havner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> why, why do you say it like that? Oh. What's, wrong? What's wrong with the show? Oh, the show is wonderful. Dude. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Good. And it really, it never ceases to amaze me just how far the two of them can go. <laughs> I know, I know. And I've said it before, Jeffrey and Susan are cuckoo, and they're the, the best kind of cuckoo. And these are characters from a different life that have come back. And when I got the little note saying, by the way, here's a little secret project. <laughs> yes, yes, a thousand times yes. <laughs> Bobby is a whole different kind of fashion special. You know, Bobby's just a whole different special kind of she's a she's a special little ornament on this tree of life mm. she's very fashionable semi sparkly you know depending on who's designing the season <laughs> <laughs> and where do you get your inspiration for Miss Havner I'm not gonna lie there's not a whole lot of there's not a lot the lines between M. Ciro Garcia and Bobby Havner are very blurred um, <laughs> There's, I have the potential. I've, I worked for a very long time in the fashion industry in really? the retail side. I worked for um, for Liz Claiborne, and I used to manage a very large, one of the larger stores. And we would have events in the sh- in the on the on the store floor. And I was really young, and I was given lots of opportunities to do fun things and be a part of photo shoots and stuff. And so I, you know, I. I, I had the potential to be a mean girl, and I was, you know, like, oh, when did you buy those? 1976. <laughs> and I still kind of do. Like, I have this thing where, you know, if I want, you know, I like I like for people to look their best, and I like to look my best. And sometimes I get that mean girl comes back out, but it I, I've kind of developed her into a loving mean girl, where she doesn't mean it to be mean. She's just, like, wants to go... <gasps> Oh my God! Don't put that gun and put that gun down. But it's more like, oh my God! Put those dockers down right now. Just back <laughs> away. And yeah, there's there's really not there's 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 really. What was the line she had recently? Helping the poor, um, so they would look better or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's so she means well. She means well. She wants to do a good job. Um, she 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 wants to deliver, but she wants to deliver what she knows, and it's not always that she knows what's going on <laughs> in the world of you know everything outside of clothes and working out and stuff. She she really does want. She's she tries hard. And you gotta love her for doing that, but you know, if you need to step away for a while and have a scotch, I totally understand. <laughs> it's really not a problem. What's funny is, was when I go when I was recording her, um, it was very therapeutic because she's so refreshing. I would put on. I have a very gorgeous pair of Kenneth Cole uh, shooties that are a little platformed, and they have a six-inch heel on them, and they make me about six foot two. I love these shooties. They're the best in the world. And they were they would be shoes that she would wear. I would put them on and walk around the house for about 20 minutes. I'd flip on Bravo and just kind of get into my headspace and I would be sta- I'd stand up with my mic on the boom and I would record with her in the I'd record her and I but with those shoes on. And it seemed to, I needed to it became my 
crutch to wear to be dressed like Bobby to get that kind of mentality and it because it's so much fun. I mean, when do you get to do shit like that? Never, except for here. Well, I never do that. You don't put on high heels and record. No, no. What's wrong with you? Well, we all can't be Bobby Hafter. <laughs> well, well, you know, there's a little Bobby in all of us. Have you ever looked at a shirt and gone, oh, no. You know you have. Well, if it's, yeah, I you suppose. Know, <laughs> you know you all have. <laughs> There's a little Bobby in everybody. <laughs> and it makes it joyful. It makes the world fun. Okay, so we established before you haven't been in Shakespeare, so. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Do you want <laughs> to do Shakespeare stuff? I would. I would love to. If I had the skill, I would love to. But that that's really just such a special show. And those are very special words. And to me, when I listen to um, to the show put together, it's it sounds... The words are escaping my brain now. It just sounds so special that I don't... I, I don't think I could do that. That's a really great and amazing skill. And, and I'm in awe of everybody who can deliver those words as beautifully and as and communicate them and truly communicate them as they should be yeah i've, I've said before i have a hard time getting into because for me shakespeare's language is just hard for me to follow there's so much nuance and um as cat had put it in one of the commentaries um the language a lot of the language is very specific to the time when it was mm-hmm. written so it's just, you know, really hard to for me to kind of mesh into it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. Although it does, like, it still drives me nuts when someone thinks that wherefore art thou, Romeo, wherefore art thou? Um, is that the line? That it means, you know, dude, where are you? But it means, why? no, why? Why are you a Romeo? Why Why are you that family? There's, um, I remember it was a pub quiz thing that I went to. And I was the only one at the table who got it right. And they didn't want to listen to me. Mm. Someone didn't pay attention in 12th grade. And then the other half uh, is, you know, isn't a rose, isn't a rose by any, la, la, la. A rose by, rose any, by any other, other name. name. Smell as sweet. sweet. Yeah. Yes, unless it's a poo rose, because then you know yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah. And there's <laughs> your Shakespeare lesson for this episode. <laughs> you take that to your teachers, kids. <laughs> now, kids, let me get serious here for a minute. No. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have had so much coffee before I came on. <laughs> Bless you. So, how did you get started doing the voice acting thing? So, a very long time ago, I was digging around for podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I found a podcast that was kind of super manny. And it was being done by this really neat group of people. And I thought, I want to do this. I want to have this kind of fun. And um, I listened to the show, and I did some research, and I started auditioning for everything I could get my hands on. And the next thing I knew, I got um, I got an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so thrilled because it's my favorite thing to do is that kind of... Um, I love I I love the automated sound of things because it's usually just kind of boring. But when it's thank you for calling AT and T, when there's when they really put some passion behind it, it's fun. <laughs> so here, like I I was thrilled to get it. Model five three E personal transportation system. <laughs> I, I'll never forget that. Never, and it will always be special. And I actually have um. I, I'm I'm going to the studio in a couple of weeks to do some AD, some ADR for a movie where I play the alert system in a in a lab, and then again for um, I get to be the voice of God at a con, and it, it when it I was be the voice of God. 
Yeah, well, not of God. You know how when you go to a con, or like a couple of the cons I've been to where you're here, next, everybody come to Sasha Fun anyway, ah. and see so-and-so and so-and-so. And you can kind of hear that the next panel is about to start with, gotcha. you know, the three people who were once on Baywatch. Oh, great, run! But that was that was the start, and that was the spark, and ever since then, I've just... I auditioned for anything I could get my hands on. I started reading more about audio production and paying more attention to acting and 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 the words and just the my that it, it just kind of rolled from there. And then there was a point where I was it was my goal to be at least a one-liner in every single production of um that Pendant had put out and I almost did it and I'm still trying. I, there's still a couple more that I would love to get on just once. Um, but I don't, again, I don't think I could ever handle, I don't have the bandwidth to, to be able to deliver Shakespeare. So unless he needs a sneeze or unless Shakespeare's been writing an answering machine, <laughs> uh, I, I suspect I'm not going to really be involved. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. That's totes fine. Because it's bananas. Do you know what's funny is I actually do talk like that, and I, <laughs> I, I was I put it on Facebook today. Um, I was talking to a coworker, and she said, "Let me find the." Con- I actually verbatim wrote the conversation down on my Facebook page. Um, she said, "You know, you have a lot of affectations." What do you mean? And she said that that I just use words in a certain unique and weird way, like like her nine year old daughter. And and I said, please, you are totes cray cray. <laughs> and then she, and then I waited for him, and I was like, oh, oh, I hear it now. Yeah, I got it. I'm I'm there. I understand. As many of my friends will say, oh, that's just M speak. You know, <laughs> dial your translator to twelve year old girl from Irving, California, and. That's him. <laughs> the whitest Latina from Irvine, California. <laughs> Never even been to Irvine. Is there an Irvine, California? There is. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't make that up. All right. Gold star. Yeah, I've actually... Ir- Irving, Irvine, Irvine, I think. Okay. Over in Orange County. Right. I was recently, I did, I think I tweeted this, but I heard someone refer to people from Los Angeles as Los Angelinos, and it just really, and it was a newscaster, and I, I had to put it out there, do you guys really refer to yourself as that? No, no, we don't, no, was the resounding response, and so I understand that, because it's a really doofy way to, Washingtonianos, you know, we're, we're not washies, we're not washers, we're not washed up, well, congresses but we're not dcers yeah the last time i was in dc was during the shutdown oh that was fun yeah and we were walking around and there was a guy standing outside of congress just shame 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 over and over again oh yeah and security was just standing there watching him well, it's within his rights yep. as an American citizen to stand there and 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 protest what was going on. And I don't think I think the rest of the world, the re- unless you live and f- functionally have a military base or some sort of government installation in your town, a lot of America was insulated to what was what that was like. And it was it wasn't just oh the museums are closed. Oh no, no people weren't working, and some of them got paid which was great, but some people were working still without getting paid, and they work paycheck to paycheck, but they were still responsible. They still had a job to do, Mm -hmm. and when you work for the government and you're given the opportunity to work for any branch of the government, people who work for the government want to work for the government. They want to serve their country, and to have that happen was insane, absolutely insane. It was just a pie. It was just bullshit, and When things finally came together, you know, we're still reco- the Washington D.C. area is still very much recovering from all of that. But it's I'm a little I, I'm not surprised, but I'm a little surprised how insulated from the rest of the world 
all of that goings on that that happened, people on military bases, people working for the Justice Department at different properties, the -hmm. National Park System. I mean, it was it trickled to everybody. And it's it. Well, not just that, but I saw firsthand, you know, the logistics that were just totally messed up. A lot of people don't know, but it wasn't just the buildings that were shut down it was the parking garages also so mm-hmm. you couldn't park as parking in dc not so easy there's no parking in dc are you kidding yeah. Oh, yeah so we walked seven miles that day oh yeah oh uh. for about a week my feet looked at me and said frack you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the only thing you can do about that is to express yourself and Get off your ass and vote. And make sure that you're, if you were affected, if your family was affected, if your friends were affected, if your congressman and your representatives voted for that shit and you weren't happy about it, then get off your butt and go and vote and make a difference. If you're not going to vote, then just sit there with your can of, of SpaghettiOs and just enjoy your life in this happy little place of I don't give a crap. But the rest of us do, and we're going to try and make it better. And now I will get off the giant political soapbox that is living in Washington, D.C. I'm going to see if Jeffrey can put, like, um, Battle of the Republic underneath all that. <laughs> I was going to start humming, but I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> My eyes have seen the glory. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... A, yeah, I get... I, I, I will get on a bender about that. I will get on a very serious bender too many people were there were ever and it, it trickles down and we're not going to talk about this because this is not about politics this is about being goofy and fun and saying fun words words right. are cool <laughs> yes we've been political enough so uh, unless we get a, a political show which after the line anything's possible um... <gasps> i would love to do a west wing type show oh i would love to do like an aaron sorkin kind of that would be a um, that would be fun, like a political drama. That would be amazing. Oh, could you imagine the ad libs we would get? <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. See, all right, kids, start writing, start pitching your ideas to Jeffrey. <laughs> now, do it now. Go now. Well, wait. Listen to the rest of this, and then go. Yeah. Well, you could hit pause and then go right and then come yeah. back and listen. Yeah. That's the beauty isn't of, that, the, isn't of that... podcasts and recorded stuff. Exactement. So, what would your dream role be? My dream role... I don't know. This is going to sound like bullshit, but I've had a lot of one, a lot of them that have been so much fun to do. Um, some of them with pendant, some of them not with pendant. Uh, like on... Uh, darker projects I've been the companion on a Doctor Who show with someone I adore with all uh, so very much in all my heart David Alt as the doctor mm-hmm. who get you know I get to I get to play the companion it's amazing um, wait it wasn't Laura Post <laughs> <laughs> she's so awesome I love her um, Misfortune Divine was a lovely role there have been some other roles on other little on other projects with Pendant too that have been very near and dear to my heart, um, but the Kingery has been wonderful. Major, there's a there's a blurry line between Major and myself too. I, except for the murdering, I don't do that. I do no. knits, but not well. <laughs> um, and getting to revive Bobby from. <laughs> From the from the piles, dig digging out from underneath the piles at Lomans, um, <laughs> to find a good deal. That was a dream, an absolute dream. And then, you know, I know it sounds kind of silly, but getting to do this work on this movie in a couple weeks—that's just uh-huh. all of this stuff started, and it was just a hobby. And now I can, you know, I call myself a professional nerd kind of exciting so this is your professional career thing this is my dream my dream is to finish building my studio in my second bedroom mm-hmm. where i get up in the morning i have my coffee i do my vocal warm-ups and then i 
I'm in my favorite fl- pink flannel gym jams and I walk over and I work for five to six hours recording and taking care of things. And then I go back and that would be my dream job is to be the professional nerd to do. I do. I co-host a podcast, which I will plug relentlessly right now. The sci-fi diner podcast with two amazing guys, my guys, miles and Scott, um, we get to we go to cons, we meet people, we talk about books and TV, and that's a window that's opened up that's been really fun. Um, blogging would happen more if I sat down and actually typed, um, <laughs> but I've gotten an opportunity to work on a bunch of things. And last year, I went on the Jonathan Colton cruise. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played if you played Portal and the song at the end is written by Jonathan Colton. He's got a huge following. And it was a really neat cruise where I met Will Wheaton <laughs> and made nice. an ass of myself. And I met John Scalzi, made an ass of myself, met John <laughs> Hodgman, made an ass of myself. And then I met Ann Wheaton, who I am e- more intimidated to meet because she is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. It was really, really fun. And Did she put the Google eyes on you? She did not vandalize me, no. <laughs> she did not, but I have been present for vandalizing, and that's fun. That's cool. Very, very fun. Um, it's uh, it's just all of this. All of this started with Model Five Three E personal transportation <laughs> system. So, I, I don't. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, stories for later when we're we're off the air. Um, no, no, now. <laughs> Um, I don't necessarily see Major as a quote-unquote villain-type character because I think um, Kingery's full of anti-heroes, not not so much villains. But um, would you like to play a villainous role? I would. I had an opportunity on a with a different group to play someone kind of drippingly evil, mm-hmm. but I would I would love to do that for Pendant. Or and I. I hesitate to mention this concept, but Dark Bobby. <gasps> Evil Bobby. Evil Bobby. Ooh, I have to start drinking scotch. <laughs> what would Evil Bobby drink? Because she drinks like apple teenies and anything with an eeny at the end, which I hate those drinks. Um, oh, Evil Bobby would probably be drinking rye. No, because... No? I think she'd be drinking something really harsh. I think she would be drinking... Like, because I've just started learning about scotch, and you really have to be a badass to down that stuff without even thinking about it. I saw a guy throw down four ounces of this 18-year-old Glenn Sovenen. And... <laughs> and um, Says the woman who played a Welsh character. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's... It's not Welsh. Do they make scotch too? It's called scotch. It's made in Scotland. Um, <laughs> it's not called Welsh. Um, <laughs> I snorted. That's nice. Wow. What would I do? Evil Bobby? I need some time to work on that. That'd be fun. That would be a whole lot of fun. Other than that, um, well, super, super dream job would be to get on i just recently started playing um mmos mm-hmm. mmo mmorpg is too many letters it is um but i've been like chin deep in guild wars 2 my character just rocked the 5000 achievement point mark last night actually sweet <laughs> um i'm rocking ascended gear bitches um <laughs> I, and i know what that means um <laughs> I would love to get into a video game. I would love to get into the video game world. That's a hard one to get into. I'm going to have to wear lower cleavage at the next con. <laughs> <laughs> this this interview is going so many weird places. Okay. So, hey, do you have questions from people? Nobody asked any questions. Um, Actually, there, um, I'm going to see if... Uh... It comes in over Twitter because somebody says, oh, I forgot to submit mine. So I said, submit them now. So we'll keep going. We'll see if he comes back. Okay. See, I'm not that interesting. I don't even know why we've been on this thing for this long. <laughs> Seriously. What's wrong with you? Uh, the list is long and distinguished. 
<laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, I know this one. <laughs> I I've been at a bunch of seminar. I wrote a seminar. Which one did you write? I wrote um, the last straw about a girl with a really crappy boss. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, they say write what you know. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Funny enough, that boss just left the company, which is great. And things are wonderful. Um, but I did actually write it. In this I had this dream of, like, oh, my God, I need a fairy godmother to get me out of this hellhole. And... But knowing me, it would go all wrong. And if you want to know what happens, you listen to that seminar. Because that's probably how it would go. <laughs> so, in real life, he gets out alive and you get No, and yeah, he's fine. He's happy. happy. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. There's no, you know, there's no blood. There's no, no indictments. No, it's fine. Move on. <laughs> there, there was no evidence. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber does it. I didn't know what's correct. I I was dead at the time. <laughs> Are you sure you wanted to interview me? Absolutely. <laughs> You're a twisted soul. Oh yeah, well. Here I am. <laughs> Huzzah! Well, I'm going to tell you now cuz I do actually have to boogie. Okay. Um in about let's say I got like 6 or 6 minutes left. Because I got I have an early day in the morning, but I would Alrighty. if I didn't, I would gladly stay on for hours, which I'm sure Jeff would be. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. How long was this shit? <laughs> we'll just cut it in post. So, <laughs> and, and as you'll find out in a few weeks, very little gets cut in post. <laughs> no, that's great. Well, then here, let me plug all the shit that I do. That's what I was going to ask oh. you next. <laughs> Um, I am a co-host on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast where we talk about all sorts of things, sci-fi and multimedia, which is super awesome fun. Super happy fun time. Um, is multimedia still a term that gets used? Yeah, because if you look at the medium as a whole, it involves the word encompasses all things. Um, you could just say media, but in order to express that there's more than one medium you're using, mm-hmm. I still use the term multimedia because you could mean the Twitter, you could mean the Tumblr, you could mean the Facebook, you could mean the MySpace if you're a pedophile. You know, it just depends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then wow. um, I am, you'll be able to hear me, there's a movie that'll come out later in the year called Zcon. And if you go to youareinfected.com, you can learn all about it. And that's a really neat, uh, a good friend of mine who, who did the movie um, uh, Brown Coats Redemption he's working on another one about zombies at a sci-fi con <laughs> mind blown it's really neat yeah. we just did a read through a couple weeks ago and it was awesome um, so that's something that I would like to plug because it's really really cool and then as always I definitely want to plug the fact that it is very cool when people are incredibly helpful and the audience of the Pendant World have been so kind in the past when I have shilled my desire to raise money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. And a lot of you were incredibly kind, even more so uh, when I lost my father last year to um, uh, acute myelogenous, myelomonocytic leukemia. And I continue to this day to endeavor to just give them as much money as possible because it's just recently that a study is being funded that is actually meant to find a new kind of treatment for those suffering from those living with AMML of a certain age and had that money been there eight years ago you know we maybe would have had dad for a couple more years but the time that we got was special and he told me to keep on riding so I will I, I tell everyone, you know, whatever you, whatever, if you want to skip a latte and save a life, throw some money at the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. They, they do some amazing things. And nothing. That's it. <laughs> you can, well, and I write stuff sometimes that I put up on my website, mjustm.com. And mjustm.com? Yeah. <laughs> Now I've just gone completely goofy, and we we should end it now because I'm just rambling, and I don't. I think people have probably started fast forwarding too. I do have one question that came, did come in off Twitter. 
Okay. The Beelman um, asked, and he is at the B E A L L M A N dot com. My screen mm-hmm. is a really small type on it. <laughs> Had to look to see if there was one or two. There are two. Um, he says, and I think we covered the first one. How is it like playing a character like Misfortune? It's the and best. Did you ever ad lib any of her lines? Oh yeah, <laughs> especially when I was loaded. No, that's, that's, um, there were again. Jeffrey's really kind and and lets you let lets you go where you want where you you know if you're going in a direction and it's you you're in a moment take it and record it because you never know. And there were some moments that were recorded and were really really cool and special. And I'm always really grateful when he's when he's happy with those. Awesome. And um, so you've plugged everything yep. that you're doing. <laughs> as shamelessly as possible. Hells yeah. <laughs> well, I know you have to go, so I will thank you ever, ever, ever so much. Absolutely my pleasure. I'm just shocked. You really want to interview me? Dude, this could be hours or this could be absolute shit. <laughs> Your choice. And as a blanket apology for everyone who's been listening, I may have offended one or many of you. That's a possibility. Or you're just annoyed with the fact that I won't shut up. So, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, I'll just zip it now. (laughs) Once again, thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure, my dear. Can can people find you online other other than just, or sorry, other than www.mjustm.com? That's a good place to start. So you can find me also on the Twitters with my middle name, S-I-E-I-R-O, because the chick who has M just M on the Twitters won't give it to me. But I understand that. We can take her. No, she's nice. She takes pictures. She's really sweet. Um, You can find me at thescifidiner.com. You can find me on, you can find me at Darker Projects. We're starting up um, Doctor Who again. There's some random fun stuff. If you, I googled myself today because you know like you do when you're an egotistical <laughs> son of a bitch um, and I oh god I don't know how people even listen to me anymore because Jesus I'm everywhere <laughs> and it's it's just fun it's just so much fun it's a hoot excellent it's totes adorbs totes <laughs> you're totally going to say totes now aren't you well with the recent uh Sprint ad campaign. I keep seeing (laughs) (laughs) and uh, Malcolm McDowell. (laughs) Oh yeah, totes. (laughs) I know. I love that. I fell out when I first heard that. (laughs) I I bet. I fell down. All right, gang, you can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot 5036. Oh, Jeffrey, Susan, back to you. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview, it's over. Coming out Wednesday, February 19th. Season 2, Episode 2 of Tabula Rasa. Hey, I'm in that. So, let's begin with the night you met Dr. Finch. Next time on Tabula Rasa, McGrath has taken control of organized crimes and is putting the heat on the team. I would like to make one thing very clear. Jane, I still consider you a suspect. If you're going to command respect, Agent McGrath, you're going to have to start giving it out, too. Raphael's worlds collide as he and Clark follow the trail. Mr. Cameron, police. We'd like to have a word with you. What are you doing here, detective? Who's your friend? I've got an image to uphold here. And Liza's captivity continues. <laughs> oh, doctor, I see what you're doing. Trying to get a read on me, get a reaction out of me. It won't work. Why do you insist on Uriah? I have a normal name like you, you know. You never had a problem saying it before. Go to hell. Deception breeds deception.
And remember, we have something very precious to say her. Something she'll be willing to do anything for. Coming out Friday, February 21st, Episode 7 of Henderson and Havner. Well, how else can I earn respect? Uh, so not dressed like that, because, damn, no. <laughs> no! Hey, you got me suspended. I know! All right, I mean, it wasn't totally my fault. But you wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for me, so... I'm sorry. I really am. Ooh, apology accepted, baby cakes. Is this where we have makeup sex? <gasps> mm, yikes. Coming out Wednesday, February 26th, because we like to shake it up. Episode 55 of Seminar. Next, on an all-new seminar. What the fuck? Oh, good evening, miss. I expect, uh, oh my. Well, well, well. What have us here? It's we. I don't know what that is, but I know it was an insult, and I am very disappointed in you. Now that hurts my feeling, Rick. And then... Faster than a speeding bullet. Hello, boys. More powerful than a really fast train. Hiya! And more spunky than a cocker spaniel. Don't give up yet. It's... Crimson, Crimson cape. cape. The Crimson Cape. Crimson Cape. The, the Crimson Cape. All in a day's work. And then... Greetings, students. The four of you are going to serve as a test group for the next phase of education. You are the privileged. Find out what happens on the next episode of Seminar, only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> and we are done. All done. That's the whole twip. That's the show for you. So we're going to go. Yeah, we got some other stuff. We'll be back in a couple weeks, and we will let you know all the details about Phantom Canyon that we've got. So maybe it'll even be out by then. Who knows? That's super cool. We will have details. Right? Yeah. Very exciting times. Super exciting. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant, the live journal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendantaudio, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio, the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendantweb, and the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. I mean, all silly and weird and stuff, and then your voice was super deep, and then it was weird. I know it was weird. I shouldn't have done that. It didn't sound cool. No, I it thought was, it would be cool, it but wasn't it didn't cool. sound cool. You're not cool. I blame That's the not cool. Yeah, it's sucking all the cool out the back of your head. Well, it's a short suck. There wasn't much to begin with. That I mean. is totally true. For a why start, don't, why don't for a you bit. say some news? You haven't said any yet. I well, blame you. Well, if you stop talking about mutant neck hairs, <laughs> I'd get there. Stop staring at it. It's so weird.